Okay, so we just finished recording our time travel episode, Mm -hmm. and I thought it would be interesting to go straight into another one. I was looking at our list of, for what it's worth, episode ideas, and lately there's been a lot of discussion. It's even been some, some people have maybe testified in front of Congress, some different things like that. Do you know what topic I'm talking about? No. Okay. (laughs) All right. Apparently, the military has been following UFOs. They they have all this Uh, all this footage of UFOs. Okay, but it's not you. They're not UFOs now, right? What are they? Unidentified aerial phenomena or something. Uh, Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't. Yeah. 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 UAPs. Yeah. Unidentified aerial phenomena. You have to remember mm-hmm. that the phenomena starts with a P. So UAPs <laughs> instead of UFOs, because UFOs just has a bad connotation like tinfoil hat mm-hmm. wearing uh, weirdos. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, what is your thought on, I don't know how much you've really followed with that, but what, what are your thoughts on these UFOs? Like, what are they? Are aliens real? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well... Um... One thing is that uh, yeah we we do have this stereotype of of people with tinfoil hats and and that's something that um, television the media and now mm-hmm. YouTube has given us to to either enjoy or uh, be horrified by it's kind of like watching a train wreck I think <laughs> and there is a certain flavor of person that gets caught up with UFOs and so I guess. Today, I have never met someone or seen an interview with someone about an unidentified aerial phenomenon that the person himself seems at all credible and not like (laughs) he's been on mushrooms. Yeah. So I guess mostly I discredit that. And one thing I know about, like just the way that people's minds work, our eyes work, our memories work <laughs> is that mm-hmm. we are so unreliable. The things we think we remember, the things that we think we see when we're sleepy, when we're surprised, when it's dark, when uh, there's adrenaline in our blood, like <laughs> it's so undependable. Yeah, undependable. You have this idea. You're probably familiar with this, James, the idea of um, eyewitnesses mm-hmm. in, in, in cases and how how wildly different accounts from eyewitnesses of, say, a murder can be. And it's like, yeah, uh, for the most part, <laughs> I just don't put a whole lot of credit in what people say. Yeah. What do, what do you think? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's So for a long time, I was very much like you. <laughs> You're starting to get a little bit worried, aren't you? <laughs> and then one day I saw like, the truth. <laughs> and, and, and so the podcast ends. <laughs> uh, no. So, for, yeah, for the long time, I was very much like you. Like, all these UFO people are just totally crazy, or they just enjoy thinking about the possibilities of, you know, the unknown. But I think within the last, I'm not sure if it's been the last five or so years, there has been some things that have kept leaking out about the military, apparently recording and keeping track of all these UAPs Mm -hmm. and they have footage from some of their fighter jets and other other sources that show these strange objects kind of zipping around uh some of them like defying you know they'll basically go from like 60,000 feet to just above the waves in 10 seconds or something I mean it's it's impossible to 
to actually do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe not impossible within the laws of physics, but to do that, you would have to have some technology far beyond what we can possibly do with, with our puny uh, human minds and technology. Right. And then uh, uh, I watched a video, maybe we'll post it on the show notes, by Johnny Harris. And he is a, he's a journalist. He used to work at Vox, I believe. Okay. But he's now an independent journalist. He does YouTube videos of different things. He has a really fascinating video about why are McDonald's machines always broken, like the, the ice cream <laughs> machines. Uh, <laughs> yes. I think I've seen that one. Yeah, I think that's probably, at least that was when I first learned about him. That maybe is when he, his channel started getting a bit bigger. I don't know. Anyway, so he did a bit of a deep dive into these UAPs, and he never really said exactly what he thought. I think he's still very much of a skeptic, mm-hmm. but there are some pretty credible people that, you know, they're they're not saying, you know, there's little green men popped out of this, like, pill-shaped spacecraft <laughs> and were waving at me, Yeah, but they're like, I saw something. I don't know what it was. It was really weird, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And so they don't fit the stereotypical tinfoil hat, somebody hound shrooms yeah. stereotype that we often think about for somebody that believes in, in aliens, UFOs, whatever. So I still am not, I mean, the whole concept of there being beings from another, I mean, it would have to be probably from another solar system if they were from this solar system. They, we certainly would have seen some evidence or somehow picked up a little bit of what's going on, I think. Sure. Because a civilization that is advanced enough to be sending spacecraft to other planets, <laughs> we would see evidence of them. But anyway, mm-hmm. so they would have to be from like another star, which, unless they figured out faster than light travel, which the laws of physics say is impossible, it makes it extremely unlikely. Like, this is setting aside the whole thing of, like, did God create aliens or not? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally setting this aside, just looking at it from a purely secular perspective. Mm -hmm. It seems extremely unlikely that this sort of thing would really happen. But it it seems like they're seeing something that is hard to explain. Mm -hmm. And so what that is, I do not know. I'm not—I'm very skeptical. I guess just the—maybe the scientist in me, I'm not going to say— Absolutely not. I'm not going to say black or white. Absolutely, it's not something outside of what we understand. It seems like there's something there. Don't know what it is. It's not big of a, it's it's not big enough of a deal that I you know stay up nights thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. But there are enough there are enough credible people that have seen these things that it makes me want like I mean maybe it's just maybe it's like what you said. It's like an artifact in their camera or some sort of weird glitch in the radar or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, that's my my take on things. Yeah, well, a a few few different things. Uh, One is it depends on who you're talking about, like who your source is. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're just if you're just hearing interviews from Sally Smith in Texas, well, I am less likely to be at all moved by her testimony because Mm -hmm. The same Sally Smith being being asked, how many moons does Earth have, is going to say, oh, 12, absolutely. <laughs> and then if you ask, where does milk come from? And she says, Kroger's. And you're like, no, where does it come from before that? And she's like, oh, well, you know, they make it at the factory. And you say, no, it comes out of an animal. It comes out of cows. And she's like, what? No, people, people have no idea where eggs come from, for example. Yeah. So people are incredibly ignorant and I (laughs) tend not to put a whole lot of stock in them. Yeah. Now, as far as what the 
militaries of the world are are seeing and i have seen a few uh, videos read a few articles on on that obviously they're seeing something Mm -hmm. and it's unexplainable uh at least it seems from what they're releasing to the public or has been leaked to the public that's inexplicable but for there to be inexplicable things in the air in space to me is not incredibly surprising yeah (laughs) we know so very little about what's beyond our bubble and even like take the ocean for example which is like right here on earth there's so much about the depths of the ocean that we still don't know and are, are learning and being incredibly fascinated by so to me that's like doesn't freak me out it's seems to be more like that should be expected. Yeah. But then there's this third line of thinking that I I wonder if you've ever heard about the theory of, uh, I read this many years ago when I was quite young, but the theory of reading the book of Ezekiel, for Mm -hmm. example, the book of Ezekiel, as if uh, what is being described there is futuristic military mm, technology, Mm -hmm. for example, so the wheel within a wheel, uh, it talks about these huge locusts that come and uh, you can hear their rumble from miles away and they breathe out fire and destroy the earth and so on. Mm-hmm. And so have you heard of this theory that um, perhaps God has some sort of advanced <laughs> technology that he is using and like everything is not just um, a wave of the wand, Cinderella's fairy, uh, bibbity bobbity boop, <laughs> the way that God works with humanity? No, I have not. I, I mean, I've heard, I've heard a little bit about Ezekiel, yeah, maybe matching up with some human technology or some sort of advanced technology, but I hadn't heard that that was God's technology that he was using to judge the nations or to keep track on mm-hmm. keep track of us or whatever yeah so there's a bit of a debate like you know is it god's technology that's coming from heaven and suddenly you know uh through light speed entering earth and then is doing this or is it just mm-hmm. sometime in the future where it's an advanced helicopter that is yeah. uh, mm-hmm. doing this and so you know uh, i think either of the theories could be believable but we do understand that God, the angels, his messengers, whatever, have throughout history interacted with us. They are visible at times, invisible at others. They uh, are tangible at times, intangible at others, affect reality sometimes, do not affect reality other times. And so for them to be like zipping in and out of our perception Mm -hmm. seems to be, to me, believable is the thing that the military is seeing uh, some phenomenon that is uh what we would call spiritual in nature mm-hmm. and uh they're only now just being able to detect it with radar for example yeah to me is not completely unbelievable so yeah i am a skeptic in the sense of yeah like i said sally smith from texas I am not a skeptic in the sense of, are there things out there that people are seeing, Mm -hmm. that the military is seeing? Are they real? I believe that, sure, uh, if they're seeing something, here's evidence of it, they have data, I would be willing to accept that. Mm -hmm. And then, is it explainable through uh, the lens of of God and spiritual truths? I think so. Mm -hmm. There's so much that we don't know. I'm somewhat skeptical, but at the same time, I would find it very easy to believe, if that makes any sense. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you kind of summed up the last little bit here, what I think as well. 
before I was very skeptical, but now you have pretty credible people. I mean, the military, they felt like it was important enough and seemed serious enough that they wanted to start tracking and not just tracking, but, you know, keeping track of all the different times that people in military had seen these things. So it seems like there's something there, but to jump from there to, well, that's that's aliens from Alpha Centauri <laughs> that have come to enslave us is a bit of a jump, and I don't I don't think that's the case. I'm a little, yeah, like I said earlier, I'm a little hesitant to say black or white one way or the other because we just don't know. Right. And that's partially just because of my personality. If I don't know for sure, I'm not going to say for sure mm-hmm. what I believe. But yeah, I'd say it's a good chance they are seeing something. What it is, I don't know. Maybe it is some sort of you know, a combination of their instruments not working quite as well as they think they are in some advanced military technology that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. It could be that. Maybe it could be this uh, spiritual, you know, I think I've heard before people people said that, you know, UFOs are demons. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I have heard that. So I'm not sure. It seems like there's something out there we don't know about. Yeah, I don't lose sleep thinking about it. It's just, <laughs> I was just curious what your thoughts were and uh, what you would, uh, what your reaction would be to find out that I'm a believer. <laughs> One of my very earliest memories of my impression of UFOs was, I don't remember how old I would have been, maybe around, I'm going to guess 10, 12 through there, where I where I first was made aware that there's this idea of, of UFOs. And at the time, I was reading through Sherlock Holmes. And my response, even as a very young person, like just a, a child, adolescent, was like, ah, Sherlock Holmes would just, in, in, a, in just a few days, be able to explain that this phenomenon is is easily <laughs> <laughs> explained if you just take a moment to not assume everything is a ghost mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Uh, that there's some scientific physical explanation to this thing, so I I guess my skepticism uh, <laughs> uh, has been with me ever since quite a young age. <laughs> Secondly, I don't know if you know this, James, but in August every year there is a a Loch Ness watch celebration. Mm-hmm. So everyone or like these hundreds of people go to Loch Ness. And now I feel a little bit trepidatious about saying this is in Scotland, right? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, hundreds of people go to Loch Ness every year in August and they sit around the lake and watch, hoping that they see Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. Mm-hmm. And so far, she hasn't come out for, for any of their watches. So it's not quite like the um, Puxitani Phil or <laughs> whoever it is who sees his shadow. Yeah. But w- when, one day they're hoping to be able to see her. But to me, that sort of uh, that sort of belief in Nessie, the Loch Ness monster, seems so incredible that I just kind of scoff at it because there is enough technology nowadays, radar, submarines, whatever, that it seems like someone would have bumped up against her by this time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she could be out there. The ocean is very deep, and we've only seen a teeny tiny bit of it. And we can only be in a very small portion of it at, at a given time. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, see, yeah, what happens is Nessie goes down through a crack in the bottom of Loch Ness down to the hollow center of the earth oh. where there's a big ocean down there. And that's how she can keep from getting spotted. 
I wonder if Jules Verne would have ridden Nessie <laughs> and that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I actually thought about um just like basically ending it on that like very conspiratorial, <laughs> you know, deadpan. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we want to do that or not, but I thought that would have been kind of funny. People will start calling me up. James, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) You believe in UFOs and the hollow earth? (laughs) Well, rather a hollow earth than a flat one. Yeah, exactly.